All right. Welcome back. Second edition playoff episode. I'm your host, Johnny Junson. We are here with our guy, Stephen Broth. What's up, Stephen? Hi, Johnny. I got a new microphone. I hope I sound pretty for you. Oh, my God. Ladies and gents, it literally feels like I told him this for the episode. It feels like we're in his album. I feel like Ooh. I'm featured in his album. You just love to see it. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Listen to the album. Like, don't be a clown. Don't be a moron. Listen to it. Put it on in the background when you're doing hand cleans, bench press, whatever. Just give the album a listen. Wow, you you really think that your listeners are uh, are meatheads, huh? Yeah, they, they're, I, they're definitely working out. That's what they're doing. Yeah, there it is. Or they're going on jogs, whatever. Yeah, Me, okay, whatever. You just love to see it, but yeah, we let's let's get right into it, man. I mean, talk about torch. We talked about it in the pre-episode. I think I went one and seven on picks in the series. Brault went one two. Brault went three and four. Oh, four and four. I'll take that ten times out of ten. I'll take Eesh. a five hundred record. But let's yeah. go about. Let's talk about the series before the before we get into the division series. We'll yeah. start it with the Yankees and the Indians. I mean, wow, Shane Bieber. I mean, you just hate <laughs> to see it. I, I yeah. thought it was going to be a 0-0 game. Next thing you know, the Yankees bats all of a sudden look like they're all on the juice, just mashing baseballs for a living. What a series, by the way. Just an yeah, incredible series. Well, it's like the one of the I, – I often I don't agree with announcers. I think announcers are usually pretty annoying. However, uh, the Reds-Braves, the first game, when it was Bauer versus uh, – Free, uh, Freed. Yeah. And then it was zero zero in the 13th inning. And they're saying like, this is what we expected the Bieber and Cole thing to yeah. be, you know, like, and it, and it wasn't um, because I mean, Cole did his thing, but man, Bieber, we were just struggling. But the funny thing is like, it's such a short season this year, right? That normally you're going to go through like really good starts for somebody who's really good pitcher. He's going to have a bunch of really good starts and then he's going to mix in one or two bad ones. And then he'll be top of the line elite again. And so it makes you think like maybe this was just that start for him. And it just happened to be a playoff start because we're only 60 games in the season. Yeah, And I think the the Yankees are legit now. Like before I thought I was going to put the fraud word beside him. I thought they were frauds, but the way those bats were buzzing, man, it was, I, I couldn't even believe my eyes. I mean, you had Glaber Torres. I believe Glaber Torres was mashing um geo your Yersh- I believe it. I don't know how to say his yeah. last name. I mean, that, that, whole, that whole team, and you have Stanton, who's just hitting 180-mile-an-hour exit ball. I mean, it, that yeah. team is kind of a cheat code. I, I didn't think about it before going into the series because I picked the Indians, obviously. I'm a moron. What a team, man. I mean, it's going to be tough for the Rays going into the next series because that lineup can – it looks like they can hit everyone, anyone if you could hit Shane Bieber, man. Yeah, but also, I mean, you're dealing with a, a really good pitcher – and then the difference is that you're dealing with guys who are just nasty, the hundred percent stuff guys, glass now, Snell. Like, yeah. so it's, it's kind of a different um, dynamic, but I mean, I, are they going to use Charlie Morton before game three or I, I, I'm, I think they announced it actually. I think they announced that Glasnow is going to go game two. Charlie Morton's going to go game three. So I like, I, like I said, I, I hate the Yankees. I love the race chances. Now we'll go into that later. The next series that I want to talk about, this is national league, but I just wanted to bring this up. Actually, no, before this, before this, my brain going at it. Did you happen to see those fans get arrested at the Indians game? No, I heard about it, but I didn't actually see it. Was I mean, it, like, where, where were they? I have no idea, dude, because ESPN or whatever it was televised on was showing that the, the Indians guy had that guy banging the drum, which he was, he was allowed to be there. And next thing you know, they, they, they try to pin the camera away because two guys are in handcuffs getting arrested. And I tweeted, I was like, this is nature healing. It's 2020. Nature is healing. Cleveland fans are getting arrested. <laughs> it was one of the craziest That's things. 
How did they get into the stadium? I have no idea, but they just got arrested. It was one of the most banana things ever, and I love how ESPN just tried to skim over it. You can't skim yeah, over right? that. That's insane. Well, uh, that's like it's like you try to skim over people running on the field, right? Yeah. Every time, but you can't. You can't do that, dude. This year during the season, we had two guys come into the come into PNC Park one day, like hop over a fence, um, <laughs> and like get in and take pictures and video and stuff, and then like the guy on the that has like high center field camera like zoomed in on them so that you could see them on the like the tvs <laughs> and then uh and then they like took off and and ran away like they literally hopped over back over the fence and ran away and i don't know if they ever got caught but um so i don't know maybe it's easier than you think i'm not suggesting it please don't i can't, break I can't even but I like can't, i don't know i can't even believe that that like do you even arrest the guys? They just escaped just peacefully. They didn't cause any harm to the field or the stadium. It's just kind of funny that these two randos were like, woke up one day and they're like, you know, what? let's go to PNC Park today. Like, let's just yeah. go to PNC Park. They're so, like kids. They're like 18, 19 yeah. year old idiots that are just like, this will be fun. This will not be a regret, you know? Definitely. Yeah, no, it's it's one of the coolest things. We're going to keep with the AL, actually. I don't want to go yeah. down to the NL, but no, 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 the, yeah. the next series we want to talk about is a series that I looked like an absolute doofus, a moron, an idiot, which is acceptably so. I was, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. I was popping bottles when the Jays made the playoffs. I was just slugging right. champagne. And then next Good thing you know, you. the Jays get embarrassed. It was in a 24-hour time period. The Jays made the playoffs, and they got kicked out of them. It was one of the weirdest things ever. That's just 2020. What a horrific series by the Toronto Blue Jays. And, I mean, Boba Shett, you got to feel for the guy. The guy makes two errors. He makes an error, grand slam. You just hate to yeah. see it. But I got to – honestly, it was a win-win for me because our guy, Glasnow, carved the Jays, which is fine, and he's in the right. ALDS. But what a terrible series by the Jays. Yeah, I mean – the, the, the thing that killed them, like, okay, you're playing against the Rays who, you know, are going to, you know, they're going to pitch. Right. And they're going to be able to slap the ball around a little bit, but they're not known for their offense. Their offense actually played pretty well, but then the, the blue Jays did what was everybody expected, which was they weren't going to score many runs, but then yeah, the, the errors, man. And like, obviously <sighs> you don't expect error. Next pitch is going to be a grand slam, but you never expect that. But like, that's the kind of stuff that happens. That's in the playoffs good teams win because they don't make those mistakes. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. that's when the good teams just get elevated over the teams who kind of make, I'm not saying the Blue Jays aren't good. They just maybe needed a little bit more time. That's yeah. All. And, and obviously they need more time. They shouldn't have even technically made the playoffs. I'm just happy they made the playoffs, obviously with the expanded teams, but it just, this is how I knew it was bad. Just me being a dumb fan. I knew it was bad when Danny Jansen, the catcher who hits below yeah. his body weight, oh, yeah. hit, hit two home runs. That's when I was like, this is just a parallel universe. Everything's the, backwards. Yeah, everything, yeah, this is just terrible. Yeah. And, and Glasnow's appearance, because obviously you know him obviously better than I do. I mean, what this guy throws, they have to put some sort of sports science shit on his on his pitches <laughs> because it's insane. I was watching some of his pitches. He'll, he'll throw 100, 100 on the black, and then he'll come at you with this slider, I guess, slider, curveball, whatever, oh, yeah. and it'll look like it started at the roof. And it just goes all the way down to the home play. It was one of the craziest. I don't know what this guy does. This guy is just a parallel human. I think he's an alien. He is, he is. insane. And what, when your time with him, I mean, what did you see from this guy? Because he got, he got dealt a, a tough trade for the prize, right. but he got dealt. What what did you see from him that short time period you guys kind of played together in the big leagues? I mean, we also played together in AAA. Yeah. Um, and a little bit in AA. I mean, we played we played together for a while. And the thing about Glass is that he has. He's just one of those guys that he's an athletic freak, right? So he's like six, seven, six, eight, somewhere like somewhere in there. 
but he's also like the fastest runner like I've ever seen. If you, I mean, if you took like 30 yard sprints, you know, 90 foot bases, oh I'm sure other people are faster, but if you go like a 60 yard dash, I would love to know what his 60 yard dash time is like stuff like that. He's just a, he's a freak. Um, he also, so he has the longest in baseball mound, which is a huge surprise because he's the tallest, but he also like uh, lunges out pretty far, you know, and his arms are so long and he's throwing like three feet closer than everybody else. And then also has really, really high spin rate and is, you know, all that stuff combined equals a hundred miles an hour from 50 feet looking like it, I think because he has the highest perceived fastball fastball velocity. And I think it's literally like 107 or eight, something like that. It's, oh it's my absolutely insane. God, man. It's just, they, they should do that graphic where, you know, in the little league world series where they show major league speed, they should do what this pitch realistically was on his fastball. So when he throws a hundred, it's like the Tyler glass now speed one Oh seven, because that would be kind of right. cool for me to see how hard this guy's throwing. And I was talking about it with a couple guys that play with the Jays and a couple guys that have faced glass now. And they say, when you're facing a guy like that, even if you're a big leaguer, you just get up there and you try to hit the fastball. You try to hit the straight pitch because you, there's no way you're touching his breaking stuff because right. it's just, it's unfair. I mean, I, I honestly think, and he's not underrated anymore, but I think going into last year, if you look at his stats, he was one of the most underrated pitchers in baseball. I mean, this yeah. guy, I think he had a one eight, six ERA in the game. <laughs> it, it was, it was idiotic. I mean, it's just crazy, man. I don't know, but I, I think he's going to be a massive part of the race, especially in the next series against the oh, Yankees. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to, that's a good lineup. <clears throat> doesn't matter who's pitching. That's a good lineup. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to handle him. I mean, because really he's a guy where you can, you can wait, you know, he's going to throw a lot of balls. So it's like, do you try to attack him early so you don't get the two strikes and have to deal with oh God. trying to protect? Or do you wait him out and see if you can, like, you know, walk, basically, and maybe he'll throw you faster down the middle on accident? Yeah, just say a prayer. Just say a prayer. And let's go to yeah. the next series here. This is a team that the America hates, ideally. I mean, America hates <laughs> this team. They pulled a rabbit out of their ass and they beat the Twins. First of all, the Twins. What are you doing, dude? I mean, 18 straight losses in the playoffs. <laughs> that, like, if I'm a Twins Monumental. fan, I don't even want to make the playoffs. I'm the Twins fan. You, like, that is okay. a terrible bounce. Yeah. So, me and my buddies had a debate. Would you rather not make the playoffs for 20 years or lose 20 straight playoff games? Well, I'll speak of this based off the fact that I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and the Leafs haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. They've lost, and they haven't won a playoff series since 2004, I think, or whatever like that. So I'd honestly take not making the playoffs and just having this false narrative that they're rebuilding. If you just keep telling your fan base, we're rebuilding, guys, rebuilding, I think fans are stupid enough to be like, oh, my God, wait till you see this rebuild. The baby Jays are coming soon. Five years from now, five years from now. Dude, that was was unexpected. I I really thought the Twins – we're going to demolish the Astros. I really did. I thought there was no question, um, but they didn't hit like if like they didn't hit, which, which is Dude. their thing that their, their pitching is solid and they didn't pitch poorly. They just didn't hit. Like, I don't, I don't have any of the stats. I'm not, I'm not, I, but I did watch all of the games because yeah. I have no life. So I, I just watching it was like, I feel like a lot of these games, this this wild card series you're watching so many games that are like zero zero and it's like the sixth inning still you know what i mean like it it just kept going like zero zero games just kept going you're like what is going on right now dude why is nobody hitting everybody's hitting during the season 
Yeah, it's just, it's so dumb. And, and the, the turning point for this series is, and obviously I, I remember this vividly because I bet on the Twins in game one. And a ball gets hit to shortstop, routine, right? Step on your back, get on the back, like receive uh, yeah. it in, in the mid, midsection, flip it. Guy makes an error, uh, keeps the inning going. I think base is loaded, Astros score, Schmelia. I almost threw up when I saw it because I bet the Twins. But <laughs> it was that was a turning point of the series because when that happens, that is such a blow to your team, especially when you're pitching well and you make an error like that when you're, when you have the lead, I think it was one, nothing you make an error like that. And this, it just de- de- like depletes. I don't know if that's a word depletes your team. And you look like an absolute moron when you go to the dugout and the, that's it. That's what I honestly thought was a turning point in the series, especially Donaldson being out, man. I mean, it's just so many factors played into the twins losing. Yeah, I mean, I I still didn't. I like Jose Urquidy having such a good game in game two. Like it's just like, dude, where are the where are the bats? Where are the Twins bats? Where do they go? Like somebody changed something up. I thought the funny thing is those games were pretty close. So like yeah. that second game with Buxton on down one in the eighth inning, and Buxton gets picked off, and it just immediately feels like oh they have no chance. And then and then you know. Uh, the next inning they gave up one more run. So then it's a two run deficit. And now it feels like it's a thousand runs because you haven't scored many runs for the two games. Bucks and just got picked. I mean, it just never shot. They were coming back in that, that ninth inning, the second game. So, I mean, that sucks, man. I wanted the Astros to lose just like everybody else. Yeah. And then you have Carlos Correa, obviously yeah. talking, yeah. talking his mouth to keep going, saying everyone, I don't know what he said. It was such an idiotic quote. Like, dude, relax you won a three game series two nothing he said like Donaldson. what are they yeah people have been talking shit like what are they gonna say now like and dude so i mean wait, if you you what? say okay you say that when you win the 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 nlc like alcs you say that when you win the world series not when you win the wild card game like no, see i don't think you even i don't think you say it ever like i don't think yeah. you ever say it because all you're gonna get is hate because people are gonna be like i don't give a shit what you're doing right now i'm talking about when you got when it got proved that you were cheating back then yeah like that's why i hate you <laughs> not yeah. like yay you win the world series i still hate you so i don't know it was just such a weird thing to come out and say I, it was just uh, like I, I, if you look back at it just like dude have some feel first of all like yeah you, yeah you won the wild card series you're talking like you just won the world series like which is i mean it, first of all you guys didn't even finish above 500 so if the playoffs weren't expanded you wouldn't even be in the playoffs you wouldn't even be in the position to talk so it's just a terrible thing to even say but whatever the astros are going to lose next round i'll call it yeah. right here but we'll go into the next series which is the team they're facing i mean the oakland athletics against the white Sox. the white Sox. i mean what are we doing here i mean i just yeah. everyone's talking about i tweeted it the other day i was like everyone said it was a white Sox year huh i mean remember when everyone said it was a white Sox year i mean what are we doing here you got chapman was out the, the, the athletics had to use a bullpen for majority of one of the, of one of the games. You guys couldn't hit you guys. You guys, every time you took a lead, you blew it. It's just, I don't know what they're doing here, but I, you just hate to see it with the white Sox. You hate to see it. Yeah. I mean, so games one and two, I thought that was when I, I thought the white Sox just needed to win it in two. I, I thought yeah. that was their best chance um, because A's bullpen is, is really, really good. So um, you're kind of dealing with, they only had two real starters. Right. Yeah. I mean, they only had they had Gilito, who did amazingly. And then you so have Keikel who did well enough, you know, and like then you come out for game three and you're basically they basically had a bullpen day, too, because they didn't really throw anybody for more than what, two innings, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's another series that I I the Rays are a good team overall. 
just flat out like they do everything pretty well. I just thought the White Sox were gonna we're going to crush, but and, and honestly, man, my winner for the playoffs so far, like a team that impressed me the most is the Rays. I mean, everyone said their bats. I haven't said it. I said their bats might be shut out and they just showed up. They're hitting nukes to the end of Tropicana field. They, their pitching yeah. was carving that team. In my opinion right now is the team to beat in the AL, not the Yankees. I think the Rays, the team to beat in the AL. And yes, I sound like an idiot because they were the one seed, but all that hype is around the Yankees. But I'd watch out for those Rays, man, because that bullpen, you got – and I didn't even talk about the Rays' bullpen. You got – who's that guy? Fairbanks come out of the bullpen, yeah. 100? I mean, Every, what are we doing everybody here? Everybody throws 100. Dude, I was watching the, the Padres game, and they bring out Morejon. I've never heard of that guy. Even yeah. though I watched the Padres game. Like, I've heard of his name. And he comes as a lefty, first pitch, 98. I'm like, what is happening? Everybody dude. throws 100. Um, dude, th- but, but the Rays' bullpen is not the surprise. Like – the Rays bullpen is like the Yankees lineup. It's going to work. You know what I mean? It's just about who's works better on a given se- for a given series, basically. Yeah. Because when you're playing a five-game series with no breaks, it's a lot harder than playing a three-game series with no breaks. It's a lot Dude. harder as far as like – because you can't throw guys five days in a row. You can throw guys three, maybe four, if they're one of the like – top guys that is very well conditioned and everything like that but nobody ever goes four days in a row hardly three days in a row not very often but in the playoffs for sure but you're not going five that's for sure so you have to so it plays differently in a, in a five game series you need starting pitching in a five game series yeah no dude yeah I, I love the race but we'll go into the national league now i mean we'll go into the first game and I I'm at a loss of words with this team. I mean, you come in the playoffs, you have Joey Votto, who's who's honestly Canadian. I love him. Comes out with this comment, I I would be scared of us or something like that. And the offense, what are we doing here? I mean, you had and a, here's a little hint: we got Tyler Matzik on this Thursday's episode for the Braves, who just absolutely came in, just put his balls on the table and carved the Reds with bases yeah. loaded twice. Nice. You have bases loaded. What are we doing here? No runs, and you're supposed to be like. Against the Braves, I just it's no runs in twenty three innings. I think it was, and then you have you got to tip your cap to the Braves pitching. But the Reds, I mean, what are we doing with the bats here? And I love the I love the guys on the Reds. I have a couple guys on the Reds team, but I just what are we doing here? Are you you don't even get a run in twenty three innings? Where are we like why do you even show yeah. up? Yeah, game one, first and third, nobody out in the first inning. That's how game one started. I don't know if people will remember that. Because for the next so long ago. one thousand <laughs> yeah, innings, yeah. the Reds didn't score. Um, but dude, so I looked at I looked at a list of all the scoring opportunities the Reds had in Game One, and they had runner on third base with less than two outs. I think f- either four or five times, less than two outs. So either one out oh, or no out. Man. Yep. Fly fly ball, ground ball to the shortstop. Like it worked. Like some something. Just don't strike out, and they strike out. But, I mean, we're talking about the Reds because they didn't score in either game, but the Braves didn't score in the first game either at all. Yeah. Trevor Bauer did Trevor Bauer's thing, which kind of I think everybody expected, but then to not score for five more innings or whatever until they finally got a run across, it just didn't look good. That first game, like the pitching was really good, sweet, but like it didn't look like the kind of baseball I thought you know, they were going to play. I thought it was going to be a more, Hey, there's runner on third. Joey Votto's up. You know what Joey Votto is going to do. He's going to slap a ball, ground ball to the second baseman. And it's a, it's a run. Maybe it's a double play. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's not, maybe it's only one out, but it's, it's going to score. Votto came and swung it like the first or second pitch got jammed ground. That's first run didn't score. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no. Dude, oh no. 
So, I mean, it just didn't look, it didn't look like the Reds. I don't know what was going on, but they, they did not look good. Yeah. It just, good. And he, yeah. Good. The, the pitchers were great, man. I mean, and like I said, it just, it goes to just show, I mean, the Braves, everyone was talking about, are, is there pitching going to be there compared to the Reds? You got Luis Castillo and Trevor Bauer going on, and then you got Sonny Gray game three. Is, is, the, is, the, is the Braves going to be able to keep up with those guys? And my God, they did. I mean, you didn't even get the Sonny no. Gray. You didn't even get no. the Sonny Gray. And I, I don't know, man. It's just like Freddie Freeman's a freak. I wanted to bring that up because obviously I talked yeah. about that with Matic on Thursday's episode. But Jesus Christ, I mean, this guy – Talk about just big, big balls on the table. Freddie Freeman comes up, and I feel for it because it's a mirror on the mound, friend of the show, and then a double up the, or a single game-winning single. So Freddie Freeman, man, you got to tip your cap to those kind of guys because when the moment's bright, they obviously shine, right? Yeah, I mean, Freddie Freeman's one of the best. I mean, he's MVP front runner, right, for the NL. Yeah. I mean, you're, it's there's a reason he's been so good for so long, and he's going to keep being good because he's going to keep hitting, and he plays a – Plays a solid first base, so he's gonna be around for a while. Yeah, I don't um, know if this I don't know if this has ever happened, right? Because I, I said the Braves starting pitchers were 29th in ERA in the league. Their whole pitching staff has a zero ERA right now going into yeah, the AL, NLDS. It's a good feeling right there. I mean, Matt Max Freed didn't even pitch all that well. No, I mean no. It, it looks good because it's zero runs, but he got out of a lot of a, jam, a lot of jams, which is very impressive and shows, like you said, the big balls, but also it's like did he get out of them or did the Reds get themselves? Yeah, I the strikeouts don't help. The strikeouts don't help, man. And 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 I don't know if you're you obviously were watching, but I don't know if you saw what Tyler Matzik did. But he comes in, they they bring him out of the bullpen, bases loaded. Mike Mustak, it's grizzled vet. He's won the World yeah. Series. And Tyler Matzik, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Three pitch strikeout to Mustakis. That yeah. just can't happen. <laughs> I mean, that just can't happen. And when and when you're a pitcher and you, like Trevor Bauer, when you when you carve, you carve the you carve the Braves up and your offense puts up nothing like that, are you kind of looking down that bench and saying, I mean, what are we doing here? You, I mean, you have to be, right? Well, I mean, in your mind, you might be, but you'd never actually do that to your teammates. I mean, it's, it's like a, <laughs> yeah. like you really want everybody to hit, but at the same time, like it's like uh, I can't, you can't say anything. Unless you're like Verlander or Scherzer, one of those guys, like then you can. You know what I mean? Because you, you dominate the – like demand the respect of the whole team – not just the pitching staff, but like, it's, it's a hard situation, man. And like, obviously you want to hit and you want your team to hit, but it's hard. And and the Braves came out and pitched well, like it, they're going to come out and pitch. Well, that's great. Your pitchers, you had a pitcher's duel for the, for both games until the eighth inning of the, of the second game. So it's like, damn, you know, we yeah. got out pitched because we didn't hit because if they hit at all, they would have won. Yeah, easily. Easily they would have won. And then we'll go to the next series. I mean, <laughs> we were both wrong on this. I would have never thought it. The team that calls themselves the bottom feeders. What a wagon of a team yeah. now. What yeah. a wagon of a team. I love it. The Chicago Cubs. You just hate to see what just happened to them. And I'll read you a stat first. I, I don't have the stat with me. But it's like Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, and Anthony Rizzo combined are hitting below 150 in the playoffs since they won the World Series. Yeah. Yikes. That's my Yikes. Juco numbers. Yikes. Um, yeah, dude, it, it was, uh, I don't even know what to say. Like the Marlins are a fine team. Yeah. Like I'm not, they're not a bad team, obviously. Um, they're, they're just like the Cubs were terrible. They're so bad. bad. So like, bad, it was, dude. It was, it was hard to watch. Um, and it really made me feel worse about my performance against them right before the end of the playoffs. So seven <laughs> shutting against the Cubs. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling good, man. And then I got watching the playoffs. I'm like, man, maybe they're just not, 
yeah maybe they're on a wagon they they just they they got boat raced by the marlins maybe maybe the marlins are are better than we're giving them credit for because if if the marlins can pitch they're gonna hit a little bit because they have speed they they hit for contact and they hit home runs like they got good players it's just weird to see those guys who for the last few years have also they've still been on that team brian anderson um cooper whatever his first breath what is his first name cooper Oh my God. Cooper. I have no idea. I don't even yeah, know. He hit like the ho- and he hit the homer in the second inning, the second game. Um, and then you've got like uh, Miguel Rojas. Freak. You know, just, that guy's a freak. That yeah. Guy's- just guys that just like are good baseball players. And they just hit, you just never really hear about them because Miami's not really a big name team right now. So, but then they got Corey Dickerson too. And, you know, like hell, it works. Yeah. Good for them. Sixto Sanchez did what he's supposed to do. He threw 100 and got out. God, that guy's so. Like, oh my God, Sixto, what a lunatic. I mean, they're kind of pulling off a little money ball scheme going on here. Just like a low, below budget team. Shout out Derek Jeter, who has one of the greatest rosters of all time of women he's been with in the New York. And (laughs) women he's been with in New York. But the, the, you got to tape your cap to Derek Jeter. I mean, you can't roast them for this. Wow. What? I mean, they had that COVID trouble, all that kind of stuff, didn't play for a couple weeks. And then they do this. Tip your cap to the Marlins. We'll go into the next. You got a tipper cap. Not to Jeter though. Jeter's like a minority owner. Like yeah. he's, he's just like I'll, t- I'll 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 still tip my cap. Respect. R E two P E C T. Respect. But yeah, it's just I mean, you gotta shout, shout out Marlins. What what an insane, what an insane, insane year. Hey, you know it's an insane year when the Marlins are going to the ALD or NLDS. Insane. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Love it. And then the next series, I mean, I was scared there for a bit. The Padres, when they lost game one to the Cardinals, I was like, yikes. This is 2020 to the peak. You got the Cardinals beating the Padres. And then the Padres said, I guess we'll turn it on and we'll just hit nukes at an uncomfortable rate. Tatis Jr. with two. Will Myers, no batting gloves. Launching baseballs into orbit. What a team the San Diego Padres are. I don't think Will Myers has ever seen batting gloves. I don't think he knows what they are. No idea Um, what they are. Dude, that second game is indicative of what i thought multiple of these playoff series were gonna be like (laughs) you know what i mean like i thought we were gonna be like all right so you're gonna have to score some runs to win these series it was quite the opposite in a lot of cases but um dude the padres you know they didn't have their two best starters so once they lost lamette and clevenger that series evened out in my mind yeah for sure evened out like all of a sudden it was like a crapshoot it's like okay well we don't have starters for games two, like really two or three, because I thought Zach Davies should have started. It should have been the third starter. And I think Paddock should have been in the bullpen. That's just yeah. my opinion. Now you go to a five game series. Of course, now they're all in the mix, but dude, like I, I just couldn't believe they started Paddock game one. I, that surprised me. I thought Z- Davies would go game. Yeah. One. Davies. Um, but maybe he was on a rotation and that's where he was at. So you don't change it. Anyway, point is game one. Padres did not play well. Paddock didn't play well. Um, Cardinals looked good. Cardinals look like the Cardinals of old, you know, scoring runs. Crazy. Just finding ways to score runs. Yeah, game two was just nuts. Everybody's hitting homers. (laughs) We're all having fun. It was Uh, insane. Yeah, so, and then game three, a nine-inning bullpen shutout. I mean, that's Dude, I just, oh, my God. I don't even believe it. But I got a bone to pick with the Padres. With this whole off-field celebration they had with the buses, you had it look like they just had a World Series parade and they just won the wild card series. I don't know if you can talk me out of that bad take. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, it looked like they just won the World Series. I don't know what was happening. 
Okay, so San Diego had like um, you could get like buy parking spaces like around yeah. downtown basically, and you could watch the games up on the screens places. Um, it was supposed to be socially distanced. I don't think. It <laughs> no, all. it was not. Uh, but anyway, so after that, the Padres buses leave to go to the airport, like, and it's a very small downtown area. So there's no like back road to go around. Okay. So you know where the buses are going. Mm-hmm. So people just lined up out there on their own. It wasn't the Padres like setting it up. It was okay. just people being excited because the downtown of San Diego was like Philly after they win a World Series <laughs> or a Super Bowl, just burning things down. It's like, guys, first of all, COVID. Second of all, just a wild card series. So let's calm down. Yeah. But they're excited. You know? Yeah. It's good and, I, and I, I like I Tatis said, I, is the best player in the world. I love that brown. I love that brand of baseball. I love Fernando Tatis. This guy, just what he does to baseballs, what he does, what he's doing for the game of baseball is insane for me. I think he's going to be, obviously, it's not even a hot take. I think he's going to be something legit for a very, very long period of time. Like I'm talking Mike Trout kind of money. Because this guy's so marketable, and he does all this streaming for video games, all that kind of stuff. So he's very marketable he's, for the he's game way of baseball. More marketable than Mike yeah. Trout. Yeah, because of all the stuff, all I mean, like he's, the basketball. He's more marketable than Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's more swaggy and crazy. Um, but he's not going to be as good. Sorry. No. Yeah. No, he won't be. He won't. What Mike Trout does is insane. It's a. It's a damn crime. It is a. It is a crime. What's happening to Mike Trout in Los Angeles? This guy hasn't been in the playoffs, and so he and. And so long, how do you even been in this the, the championship series in so long ever? It's just it's it's a it's a crime, right? Happening right in front of our yeah. eyes, and no one's I even know. speaking up. I know, and and the, the sad truth is, like, I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna happen. It won't because they it, never go get pitching, which is always their problem. Trevor Bauer might go there, I think. I I I, I might get old takes exposed on this, I might get roasted on Twitter, but I think Trevor Bauer. Next year will be a Los Angeles Angel. I don't know. I think it might happen, man. If he goes to the Angels and says, fuck it, I'm pitching every four days, they might make the playoffs. Oh, they will. I think they will, man. I think they will. But we'll go into the division series now. First game, we talked about this earlier, Yankees-Rays, a a battle of hitting versus pitching. It's stuff that Mm -hmm. just gets your juices flowing. I cannot (laughs) wait to watch this series. Yankees-Rays. Glass now going game two. Blake's now going game one. Charlie Morton going game three. I'm assuming they're just going to rotate that, obviously. And then for the Yankees, to be honest, don't care. All I care is about is the hitting. I'm going to take the Rays. Garrett and, Cole. Yeah, Charlie Garrett Cole. I care about Garrett Cole. Garrett, Garrett Cole versus Blake Snell's must watch. Then we got Debbie Garcia, I think, going game two. But I'm going to take the Rays in five. I want this to go to five just for my viewing pleasure. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be one of those series that, that – um, Kind of goes backwards on us. Like, watch the Yankees just pitch like crazy, and the Rays be Dude, hitting like crazy, and the score. Tough. You know, the, like it, it's it's going to be. I I just think that this is this is the best series I think in yeah. the playoffs this year. I think. Oh my god! Yeah, best teams going against each other. Um, but sorry, and this is the Dodgers Padres is also right right. Yeah, it's it, it's one A one B one A one B. I did see the MLB Instagram posted like that's I guess this is why they call it the division series, whatever. I wonder if this has ever happened before, where it's four all four games are teams playing their own division teams. It's it's, it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. Yeah. Why wouldn't they, right? Yeah. They've already it's it's the only teams they've been playing all year. And they're gonna play them again in the playoffs. That's kind of cool because they actually have all played against each other. So you're not we're not seeing matchups 
like with the uh, White Sox and the A's where they hadn't played each other all year. Yeah. You know, these are teams that have played each other all year. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy. So are you taking the Rays or were you going Yankees uh, here? Dude, I don't know, man. I think, okay, you ready? I'm Since you're going Rays in five and you apparently suck at this, <laughs> I'm going to go Yankees in five. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, but yeah, we're going to say Glass, Glass now carves, obviously, because we're just praying for this guy. This guy. I, I think I, Car- Cole carves game one, Yankees win game one, Glass carves game two, Yankees win game two. Yeah. Oh, sorry, reverse that, Glass. Rays win game two yeah and then the last you know three games whatever happens we'll figure yeah we'll figure out the last but before we go into that i wanted to talk about glass now with that cigar in his mouth he looks like straight out of the godfather too i mean i want this guy to date my daughter i want him to kiss my (laughs) pinky finger it just how badass does that shit look it looks like joe burrow pretty much yeah dude they the the, i love that that's come back because that kind of trend kind of went out because like it became taboo to smoke and stuff um but now uh, the whole smoking cigars being cool thing has come back, and I love it. I'm here for it. I'm I love so all the in. pictures. I'm like all the in. picture of uh, who was it? the Marlins sitting out on the tarp oh in Chicago after the game, sm- all smoking cigars together. That's just awesome. That's a cool picture. Yeah, it is. And and you got Aguilar talking about the bottom feeders. Just that. Just the whole yeah. cigar thing is the most. It's the biggest flex of all time. When someone has a cigar in their mouth right in front of you, you're like, this guy fucks. Like yeah. this guy. <laughs> this guy's nails. So that, right, exactly. that's my thought process in Glasnow probably that picture of Glasnow smoking the cigar is probably let's just say 20% of Tampa Bay females background on their phone. I could I don't know. I could be right on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Glass is the most beautiful man I've ever met in my life, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> he, look, he's like a movie, he looks he's like a movie gorgeous. character. I mean, there's just nothing to say. Yeah. He looks, he looks like a movie character. I mean, that, that's he looks what he, like Brad Pitt, like Brad young Brad Pitt, you know. Oh my god. And hair. the hair Oh, yeah. it just and if if he was still on the Pirates, that three headed monster we're gonna call it because you're my guy, oh, Jamo, you and Glasnow. Oh my God, talk about a three headed monster on and off the field, just be incredible. But whatever, yeah. couldn't happen. It's Unbelievable, fine. couldn't happen. It's fine. But the next mm-hmm. series, we talked about this team. I said they're gonna lose. I'm gonna take the A's in three, and I'm gonna talk about my thought process behind this because I hate the Astros. We're going to take, I'm going to take the A's in three. And I think the A's, what they're doing, what they're doing just based off of the fact that they have this chip on their shoulder. They don't have the big budget like the Yankees. They're doing that money ball thing. The weirdest shit ever. Chapman's out. They got their bullpen guys just throwing 101 for no reason. I'm going to take the A's. I love the race. I love the A's, the A's. Yeah. So I like the A's too, but I'm going to play devil's, devil's advocate here. The Astros have been here before multiple times. Okay. That's going to help them. The second thing that's going to help them is that you're playing. It's two teams that are pretty much good at the same stuff, right? They're both just solid baseball teams, like the whole way through. Um, And the Astros have been here and the A's have not. And so like, I think that gives the Astros the advantage, but when it comes down to it, you're talking about playing the chip on their shoulder. The Astros are apparently playing the chip on their shoulder too. So like, Dude, it's I want the A's to win too, and but I'm not gonna say A's in three. I'll I'll go for A's in four. So I, I I think that the A's need to win quick because if their bullpen's tired for game five, they're gonna get 
fucked. So, oh, dude. Um, yeah. So I want, I want, I want A's and as quick as possible, three or four. Yeah, I and I'll take four. And honestly, man, I'm just preparing myself. If the Astros win, how cocky Correa is gonna? It's gonna be. You, you couldn't even hold this guy's ego in a room. He is gonna be the biggest d bag ever. And I'm gonna know. say it here: Carlos Correa is banned from this podcast. Oh, Year, wow. forever he's banned wow. he he's banned jason veritek's banned kurt schilling's banned aubrey huff's banned all nice. these clowns are banned you there it some is good choices there yeah. yeah um i think i this i think that after that interview somebody took him in a room and went dude what the fuck are you doing yeah don't say that yeah don't, what Why you would, say? just don't oh. say anything like i think i so i doubt i doubt it but i don't know maybe he will come out and say more he will. He will. <laughs> if they win, he will. He will. But we'll go on the NL now. The league that yeah. you, you you carved in last year. We'll say it. We'll say. It. I said it last episode. We'll say it again. The the best series I think, and you could have you could have drew this up a storybook. This yeah. would have been the series you gave me. It would have just got me going. Got me fired up. The Padres and the Dodgers. Kershaw versus Tatis. Oh, holy shit! Buckle up, ladies and gents. I'm so fired up for this. I don't even know who to pick, man. I legitimately um, don't know who to pick. I'm excited. Okay, so Kershaw always had the thing of being terrible in the playoffs, right? He has yeah. like a 4-4 ERA in the playoffs. It's not, not like that he has bad. an eight, <laughs> It's not that bad, know? I know. And he, and he also, by the way, has over 100 innings because he's been in the playoffs so often. Anyway, yeah. so Kershaw has this great start. Eight innings, 13 punchies. Ooh, yeah. I think Kershaw sucks this time. <laughs> that's my, <laughs> that's my prediction. I think he's gonna be terrible for no reason. Yeah. Other than I just think it, I just think it's going to happen. The bats. Um, yeah. Dude, the bats of the Padres are really good, but the Dodgers are the better team here. Way better. In and my it opinion. Depends on if the Padres starting pitching is coming back. Yeah, because if they don't have, I don't know if Lamette and Clevenger. I think Clevenger was more, or which one was it? One of them was like probably gonna go. I think it was Lamette, but then they're like, I can't. So, point is, one of them should be back for this series, and the other one's like way up in the air. So if you don't get both of those guys back, I don't see how you win this series. Yeah, you can't compete with that pitching, and you got to think about that three-headed monster. You got Clevenger, or you got uh, Dustin May. Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw. Ever heard of them? Ever heard of those guys? And your and wait, I didn't even bring up Urias or whatever his name is. I don't know how to say it. Well, Holy he's been, shit, he's in the bullpen. I, I yeah, think he's okay, been bullpen for a while this season. Okay, but he's there once. You know, he's like their fifth inning, but the starter had a lot of innings. Put Julio in for the rest of the game. Yeah, guy. yeah. So I'm gonna go uh, Dodgers. I'm gonna go Dodgers in five, or I'm gonna go Dodgers. Actually, I'm gonna go Dodgers in four, just based off that pitching. And and the and and ever heard of Mookie Betts? Ever heard of uh, Cody Bellinger? I mean, you got those two guys heading for the Dodgers, so I'll take my chances. But Cody Bellinger this year, not that great, obviously. Yeah. But I, and Turner, I'm gonna go with the Dodgers in four. Just based, I'm not gonna bet with my heart here. I'm gonna go Dodgers in four and be smart, just based on the fact that they've been there. The Padres never been there. The pa- Tatis is still young. Will Myers, Will Myers is good. I don't know if he's gonna be able to carry that offense. Wait a sec, Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer won a World Series. What am I saying? I don't even know who to pick. I mean, well, the, okay, but they said in the last thing that like Yachty had played, you know, what is it like seventy games in the playoffs? Yeah. And the Padres together had only played like thirty, and that's because Eric Hosmer played all of them basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, you don't have much playoff experience. I will say, I I want the Padres to win. I'm a San Diego guy from San. Diego. I'm in San Diego right now. It's a hundred yep. fucking degrees outside every it's day. For so some it, I I hate I hate it. Yeah. I'd hate um, how hot it is. So. There. 
I'm calling I, – I, I just – I want the Padres to win. So I'm going to say Padres in – I don't know, in five because that will be more exciting. But, dude – that would be that would be so cool. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen, but I would love it. And first of all, this is me always. This is me just thinking the Padres are gonna win because their jerseys are mm. bananas. I I need like the Padres jersey. What whoever is their marketing guy, whoever designed those jerseys, needs to be like the Major League Baseball to design all the jerseys because right. holy shit, those well, jerseys. Through, yeah. They went through a lot of phases of having ugly jerseys yeah. to get to where they are. But like when I was little growing up, it was the the like my favorite jersey was the white, yeah, it was navy blue pinstripes, not black, with the just it said Padres across the front, and it was like in navy blue riding with orange around. Okay, the yeah, 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 sick, just nice clean uniforms. Um, then they went to like the sand color away oh my god i hate and like the light blue yeah dude it was the worst it was so bad um now they've but they went back to the brown from like the you know the 70s and 80s and they are they are beautiful dude i love them oh my god i mean it just did make me if i I would take less money if i was a free agent to go to the padre just because of those jerseys (laughs) just just, play for san diego just play for the uniform those jerseys are insane insane but yeah so obviously we're going we're we're colliding here i mean with the rays yankees but it's whatever you this is what this is the narrative we like to create here the next series i mean we talked about them the bottom feeders could they be we're gonna pin this right here are they the team of destiny because what they just did to the cubs just shut down the Cubs. I might have to call the Marlins team of destiny. I don't know. I what they're they we, just look incredible. Are we getting a Cinderella story this year? You know how much uh like we, we talk about this all the time, the small market teams. If if it's LA in <laughs> in the NLCS, yeah. it, you're happy, right? If it's yeah. if it's San Diego, you're like, eh, you know, but that's fine. Um and then you've got on the other side, you've got the Marlins and the Braves, which neither are great choices as far as getting Market. people to watch. Yeah. Um, but you want the Braves because they got Acuna. They've been around for a little while. Dude, if you have the Marlins versus the Padres, oh my God. That's just not a very high viewership. No. It's the same thing as like having if we have the A's and the Rays. Can you imagine if it was the A's, Rays, Padres, and Marlins? Dude, Major League Baseball. Would Rob Manfred would, I think, he'd have like he would die. Like he would just be like, yeah. Jesus Christ. And and this is again just me being a fan. This would be the weirdest jersey collision ever. Padres Marlins. I mean, what a what a terrible sight on the eye having the the Marlins with those like turquoise M's, yeah. and then the Padres with the brown and yellow, it's like the futuristic look with like the old fashioned look. Yeah, it would chart. be it would be a tough it would be a tough viewership on that. But I think what Major League Baseball ideally wanted was Padres Dodgers NLCS. I think that's what they oh, wanted. Yeah. That 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 was the money. But they're not going to get it. I'm going to take the Braves because the Braves. I like what I saw from the pitching staff. Zero ERA is that good? And I like I like Ronald Acuna. I like Freddie Freeman. You got uh, Ozzy Albies or whatever. Albies. Albies, and then you got Ozuna, who's just a freak. So I'm gonna yeah. take the Braves. I'm gonna take the Braves in four. I got the Braves winning for sure because the Marlins uh, as a team are not very deep. Um, the Braves are. I mean, and and you're you're going like when you just went through the lineup, like people forget about Marcelo Ozuna, who if Freddie Freeman was not there, would probably be the NL MVP this year. Yeah, you know, like so, um, they've got two can- MVP candidates. Uh, you got Max Freed pitching. I mean, 
Who else is in their starting rotation? It's Max Freed, and then it's uh, what's his name? He he, Ian Anderson, the young the young buck, Ian Anderson. He mm-hmm. he he had like a one nine three ERA. I think is that good? I don't know. Ian Anderson going game two. I'm trying to think who would be the game three guy for the Braves. Let me just pull that up. Yeah, uh, I don't really know. I I should I should know this absolutely, but I'm an idiot. So uh, wait, yeah, Max yeah. Freed, Kyle Wright, game three. Kyle Wright, game three, who's a – oh, my God, man. Their pitching staff is so young. You got yeah. Ian Anderson. And obviously, you took a blow with uh, Soroka, Canadian legend, being hurt. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but yeah, that's I, that's a young pitching staff. I don't know. But Ian Anderson carved, so I, I – Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's it's the Braves. You know, they're, they've – this is a team that won the division series 14 years in a row um, or won their division 14 years in a row back in the 90s. So – I don't know history of winning all that stuff, but the Marlins have never lost a playoff series. So that's true. I'm taking taking Braves in three though. (laughs) And honestly, I'm not taking the Marlins just solely based off the fact that Dontrell Willis has big league this podcast six times. I I'm not over exaggerating six to seven times. He said he's come on and he just has, he, I guess he loses his phone or the text message doesn't get in transition. But that's solely why the, I'm picking the Braves and Dontrell. Like I said, we could still. I, I'll tell you what happened. So what I said was, I said I'd taken Amir Garrett, front of the show, fastball to my back to get Dontrell Willis on the podcast. He responded and said, "You don't need to take a fastball to the back. I'll come on. I got you." This was in May. So I, I, I don't know what's going on here. Maybe he hates me. But we got to figure that out. So I'm taking the Braves. Uh, all right, that's one reason to take the Braves. I hope that Dontrell Willis doesn't hate you too much. I mean, I, I, I get it though. <laughs> You're wearing an Arizona State sweatshirt in Canada. Yeah. So I, I'm like thinking. I said, I just root for college football to be on. That's me. I'm just a college football Arizona guy. Arizona State college football? Well, like I said, I got, I got many sweaters. And like I said, I'm building this podcast wall behind me. The Brault jersey is going to be coming in soon. We're going to have nice. just all the guests in the back. And there it is. But I, I just, I root for all, I root for all the guys. Jake Hager was committed to here. That's why I'm a big Arizona State guy. So that's what we're doing. I mean, I don't know. I, People make fun of me because I have like an Arizona State hoodie, a University of Arizona hoodie. A little bit contradicting, doesn't make any sense, but I'm a Michigan guy. I'm a University of Michigan fan, but do you, do you have a college, by the way? Do you have like a favorite school? I mean, I went to Regis University, yeah. so yeah. Uh, we didn't really have any kind of following. Um, I mean, at San Diego State, I went to San Diego State basketball games a lot growing up. Okay. Uh, I didn't really go to football games. When it comes to football, my roommate's a massive Michigan fan, actually. So I root for Michigan, I guess. But okay, I really there it is. Care. So you're like me. I'm a big Michigan guy. I love Michigan, and we'll don't, see. What I'm not like year. you. I'm not a big <laughs> Michigan guy. Yeah. I don't love Michigan. It's just if they're on TV, I'll be like, yeah, they have cool I'll turn it on. I hope they win. Yeah, I'll turn it yeah. on. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy the fact college football is back, and I totally forgot to bring this up. I don't know if you heard this, but the NLCS and the ALCS is having fans in the stadium. I knew the NLCS was. I didn't know the ALCS was. Actually, I, I could. I, I might even be on it. I might be wrong. I don't know if the ALCS even is. Well, the NLCS we'll just... is in Texas where there's no rules. So, Ta- and I was in, honestly, I was thinking about that today. I was watching the Cowboys game, who are the most embarrassing football team in the United States of America. Absolute frauds, jokes. And wow. I'm looking at the state. I'm looking in the stadium. I'm like, how many people are here? I Google it. They have twenty five thousand people at this game. 
Yeah, I mean the stadium. That stadium does hold a hundred thousand, though. Yeah, so you're at twenty five percent capacity. It's insane. I think that's though. what they were allowing, so it makes sense. It's insane. I I don't think any of these people are wearing masks, which is fine. Whatever, no. do what you want to do. I mean, spread COVID. Don't do what you want to do. Wear a mask. <laughs> you know, just you know, it's not that hard. Do you think? Do you think baseball is gonna have a lot of fans next year, man? I honestly don't. Based off of like, um, well, we we talked about that a lot this year. Or it's like hypothesizing, like what what will it take to be able to have like full fans in the stands like what are the what are the possibilities we could even do that at any point next year and it just doesn't seem very likely what we're thinking is probably it'll probably be like a 30 you know a third filled third capacity at least for a while and then maybe eventually become full but i have no idea and then we also all think that spring training they might just have no fans at spring training just just to be like look it's just spring training guys like let's take a month off here and maybe we can make this COVID thing not so bad so that we can have fans during the season um but i don't know i really have no idea i think once fans are allowed to come back fans will come back in droves which will be cool so that's why you want to make sure that that it's safe yeah because you because people are going to want to go and i was speaking about this with my buddies and a couple of my american friends asked me like what is the news in Canada? And I said, the news in Canada is American news. Like what our news stations are pretty much filled with your guys stuff. And just the way you, so the way some places in the U S I'm not getting into politics, handle the COVID stuff is bananas to me. I, I don't know if I'm wrong or if it's just the news that's portraying it, but is it pretty much open there in San Diego or is it just all like kind of shut down? It's, it's still pretty. Sh- I mean, everything is like open but restaurants and bars are on the outside seating yeah. and it's 1 million degrees every day here. So what's the point? Oh yeah. You guys do use Celsius up there, huh? So it's yeah. like 35 degrees every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so like we're, I mean, it's just been like trying to open up and then we have these big things and then we have that huge thing happen after the Padres win. It's like, sweet. Here comes another spike. Everything's going to get shut down again. Yeah. Thanks guys. Hope you had fun for that one night <laughs> for the it. wild card. Yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't yeah. know what's uh, and it it's yeah, and we obviously saw that presidential debate that happened last week, and I was just in my mind and what Canadians' minds when they're watching that because our politics aren't anywhere near like that. We are just like Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. I don't know. I, I could be a yeah. moron on that. There's obviously there's obviously good points on both sides, but whatever. It's just crazy what's <laughs> going on there. I have no I have no idea what's going on. It's, no, it's that was that was uh, I think every everybody in it. Okay. Any reasonable person who watched that debate is going to come. I was literally like head in the pillow. What is going on? (laughs) We just have two people just bickering with each other, not even addressing what this guy's asking and not shutting up when he's telling him to shut up. Like, why why is this on TV? He's like a reality show. Yeah. I I just thought, like I said, man, I'm praying for the U.S. of A. I love that country. And, and Brault, if you ever need a favor here, if you ever need a Canadian citizenship, We'll figure something out. Maybe I have a cousin you can get involved with, and we'll get you yeah, a dual citizenship. Get married, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but Sounds anyways, good. though, man, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm sorry for this episode to drop. Uh, Tyler Matzik dropping Thursday. Ever heard of him? Put his balls on the table against the Reds. But we'll see, we'll see you guys next week. Johnny Junta, Stephen Brault signing out. What an episode! And hopefully our predictions are way better this time next week. It, it probably won't be. We'll probably get all four. Well, some we we can't all get them. Get, yeah, we can't both get them all wrong. Wow, that was really hard to say. <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. But it's all Words right. Words are though. hard. It's all right though. But if you guys haven't already listened to Stephen Brault's album, it's listen to a pitch out Broadway. Moral of the story is listen to a pitch of Brault and start it off with the greatest show because that song gets yeah, the balls was... tingling a little bit. 
I was listening to it on the road. I was like, I want to be a better person listening to this song. Nice. Good. I'm happy to help. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you. Mm